Dearly beloved, thank you for tuning in and welcome to the audio podcast of Paya Memorial Presbyterian Church, Bantama, powered by the YPG. This podcast will feature life-changing messages from our weekly meetings. Join us as we explore the Word of God, learn and grow together in our journey as Christians as we strive daily to seek a life of purpose and to live like Christ. We're excited to walk this journey of faith with you and remember that Jesus loves you. It must be, but I believe that God is going to use me to minister unto you. I'm so glad to be in your midst. And as I saw the young people dancing here, I cast my mind back in the late 70s when I was like your age in early 80s. And I was just telling myself that whenever you get the opportunity, for the Bible says that remember the Creator in the days of thy youth, and it is rightly so. There are so many things you can do whilst you are young. When you get to a certain age, you may not be able to do it the way you want to do it. So take advantage of this time. Do everything you want to do, especially for God and for yourself. And anything that you are doing for yourself, Ask yourself whether it will bring glory to God. Anything. Anything. This, so thank you, leadership of, um, of, of YPG. Um, just like he rightly said, um, I'm an associate pastor of Bantama Presby. Even though my background is CCC. At least I have a tradition with them. Every year I pass through this place at least two or three Sundays. And I... I take it as a great privilege for myself. And I've seen uh, Papa Sofo behind somewhere. Papa Sofo, Michiel uh, Bebre. Amen. This evening we are going to look at the missing rib. The missing rib. I wonder, have you tried counting your ribs? And I'm wondering whether when you counted your ribs, you got the exact number or some are missing. I was preparing for this message and I was wondering why God in creating a woman for a man, he took his time to record how it was. Even though after that, women are born just like the way men are born. So how come that it was recorded the first time the woman was created? As a family life counselor, I have realized that God actually explained why, how he did it the first time for us to get a better understanding of what the whole thing is. For example, I'm sure you, all of you know Nitfufu. And you know Fufu from the cassava and the plantain. So because you know the Fufu from cassava and plantain, when you are eating the neat fufu from the fufu powder, your mind. So most of you will try to say, hey, we anticipate fufu, I won't tin tin tin. We are burning Why? Because there is something which is like the original that helps you to understand how the fufu powder is supposed to be. So when God allowed this passage to be recorded, it's just for us to know how everything started. And anytime I get the opportunity to talk about family and marriage and anything concerning marriage, I want to side with Jesus Christ 
when he was asked a question in Matthew chapter 19, that can man divorce his wife for any reason? For, can man divorce his wife for any reason? The question I ask myself is, why did they ask him, can man? Does it mean that women cannot? But if you study the Bible carefully, you realize why they asked that question. And the Bible makes it clear, that's Matthew chapter 19, verses 3. It made it clear why they asked that question. They wanted to corner Jesus Christ. They were tempting to get him. The reason is this. Jesus Christ had just appeared and was teaching some teachings that to them were strange. So at so many times, they said, what kind of strange teachings is this man bringing? What kind of strange teachings is this man bringing? So when Jesus Christ died and the, and the apostles were going about preaching, they said, ah, they have come into this world with some new kind of teachings. What happened was this. When God created man, the beginning, the first man that God created was a perfect being, created in the image of God. Then man sinned. Then when man sinned, God and man got separated. Then God, in reaching out to man, gave man commandments to live by. And man was finding it difficult to live by the commandments. So Jesus Christ came in to show us how to live. So he demonstrated it. And Jesus Christ said that you really don't need the commandments to be printed and pasted there because the relationship I'm coming to let you have, you will have those commandments written in your heart. So when he was going, he said, so I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I will let the Holy Spirit come and live in you. That he will teach you what to do. So Jesus Christ, what he did was that, took us back to the original state of man. So when they asked him, can man break his marriage relationship for anything? Instead of Jesus Christ answering yes or no, he said, let us go to the beginning where the whole thing started. If you don't know the beginning of something, you are likely to misuse it. Let me use the five of you here. You are success. Please come. There's only one lady, but that's okay. Come. I want you to line up here. I'm going to whisper something into your ears. Then you say it to him. Then you transfer it. Then you transfer it. Then I'll ask you what they told you. And you will tell me if that's what I told you. All right. So you have to be smart. All right. Are you ready? Is everybody ready? All right. This is, not a, this is not an examination. We just want to see how human beings transfer information and what happens. All right, please come.
Madam, come. What did he tell you? When God created man, he gave them marriage and lived inside. When God created man, he created marriage and lived inside. Is that what I told you? No. He got some of the words, but he mixed some of them and introduced some things. Yeah. Now listen. Don't blame them. Don't blame them. That's what the world has been. When God created man and created everything concerning marriage, the first man had it right. But as the first man was transferring the information, how to live, how to operate, the way the one who created it else, he gave it to man, another generation. He may have missed something. Or he said everything. But some of the things were difficult for you to live by. So you modified them. And he transferred what he has modified. And when he had it, there were some that were maybe difficult for him to live by. So he changed it and put his own words in to suit him. And he transferred that. So by the time he got here, the whole thing has changed. In fact, in addition to what I said, that he gave man a family to belong to, but nothing about family. Don't fight. Hey, don't fight. <laughs> if we want to fight, we're going to fight generations behind that. What am I trying to say? You see, it is very important for you to understand what happened here. Because here has been contaminated. Here, it is not the original. So the things you know, the things you've heard, the things you are living by, it is not the original. It has been contaminated. If you really want to enjoy some product, if you really want to have full benefit of it, go to the beginning where the whole thing started. So the beginning where the whole thing started, he showed how woman came. He said that, he said it is not good for man to be alone. It is God who said it is not good for you to be alone. All of you can sit down. It is God. It is not man who came to God and told God that God, why is it that, if there were some song like that, God, why have you created everything to two but me alone? Then the songwriter said, God said, you have asked for your woes and I'll give to you. That is not true. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 8, it's God himself who said, it is not good. God had created everything as perfect. He himself came and said that it's not good for you to be alone. Then he, he decided that he's going to give the solution to the aloneness. He did not ask man, what do you need for you to be complete? He did not. If he had asked man, I don't know the answer he's going to, he was going to give. But God himself provided the solution. If you are alone and I'm saying it is not good, then I'm going to supply what you need to make you complete. It doesn't mean Adam was not complete. If you study the Bible carefully, before Eve was created, God was addressing man, not as man, but as plural, because within man was a woman. But he said, now I come to relate with you as God. You are finding it difficult to relate with me. You see me as a big man. Even for me as God, when I come and say, let us play soccer, 
or let us wrestle without without you find it you find it difficult you find it difficult to 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 press me down because you think that this is god this is a big man for example if i come here and i lie down and i ask you to start or if i kneel down and say that you ride me as a horse you find it difficult to do that because you think that i'm a big man that's how adam was feeling in relating with god so god said i, I really want you to have fun i really want you to be yourself so what i'm going to do is i'm going to give you somebody who is just like you there's God who said that. If I come to you and I said that you are struggling in Ghana, things are so difficult in Ghana, I'm going to take you out of this place. Because Ghana is no good, I'm going to take you out of this place. What country do you think I will take you to? Kuwait. Kuwait. Yeah. ah. What country do you think I will take you to? The United States. United States. What country? United Kingdom. United Kingdom. What country? Spain. Spain. Why is it that nobody's mentioning Togo? Or Nigeria? The reason is this, you know. If I say you are, your state is no good and I'm taking you to a better place, that place should be better than Ghana. That's why you're not mentioning Togo. That's why you're mentioning, you're mentioning Ivory Coast or Burkina Faso. That's why you're mentioning Spain. You're mentioning U.S. You're mentioning nobody mentioned Italy and Germany. You mentioned Kuwait. That's the same thing when God said that I am coming to make your life better. It's not good for you to be alone. I'm going to provide solution to it. You know, what he was going to give man was better than what man already had. It was God who said it. And now listen to how God did it. God, the way he created Adam, the opportunity was there. The raw material he used in creating Adam, that was from the earth, was still there. So God could have formed a woman out of the ground. Or God could have said, let there be a woman. And the woman would have landed just like the way he said, let there be a monkey. And monkey was just coming. But God realized that what I'm going to give man is not something I am going to create afresh or create with the raw material or coal. But they said that he caused a deep sleep of a man. If you don't mind, go and sleep. God caused a deep sleep of a man. And God, God himself, opened up man and took up a rib. Now listen, God could have taken the rib out of man without causing man to sleep. Because even the present day medicine, they can operate on a human being while the human being is conscious. They perform surgery. And the person they are performing the surgery on is seeing everything. He's not feeling pain. God could have done something better than that. But God caused man to sleep. And he took the rape. And whilst God was using the rib, whilst God was using the rib, man was deeply asleep. The Bible recorded that God caused a deep sleep of a man, meaning that the formation of the woman, the removal of the rib, where God was choosing to use was God's own idea. Did not want man to interfere with him. Because man, man doesn't know better than God. Man doesn't. 
say he formed. He formed something. And not at this time. There was nothing in this in that world called woman. Adam knew of himself and the monkeys and the lions and the lizards and the mosquitoes and the houseflies and the worms. But when Adam woke up, for the first time, Adam saw a creature like this. Not the first time. Actually, Adam did not know how this woman came because she was deeply asleep. If you've gone through surgery before, when sometimes when they crow, when they, when they crow from you, the last thing you remember was that maybe some nurse came to you, was talking to you, and bam. Then all that you hear that after so many hours, you are lying down with some gown over you, and they said that they have finished with the surgery. You didn't see anything. That's what God did. So Adam actually did not have the slightest idea how this thing came. Did not know how this thing came. Because God actually did not tell Adam, lie down, I'm going to take your rib. It's God himself who decided that I'm going to take a rib from this man to form what you are seeing. But how come that when Adam woke up, the Bible says that he saw and he exclaimed. Some other versions say that he exclaimed, Ah, at last, this is the bone of my bone. Flesh of my flesh. She, he, she shall be called woman. Not the first time the word woman came into existence. And Adam used that word, woman. And when God calls man to write the Bible, the individual that wrote that part of the Bible wrote what Adam said. He shall be called woman. But Adam said something else which every man should remember. Adam added something to that statement which is very, very important. Every man in this room listen to me. Listen to this and never forget. Adam gave the definition of the word woman he gave to woman. Because Adam and God and the writers of the Bible did not want man to change that definition for whatsoever. Because God knows the man has a tendency to change things to suit him. Like the word marriage has been changed. In the 70s when I started dealing with marriages, the word marriage was defined in the Bible as a union between a man and a woman. In the 80s, the dictionary said union between a man and a woman. In the early 90s, the union between man and woman. Getting to the end of the 90s, into the 20s, the same word marriage has been changed. And the definition is a union between two persons. Why? When man decided that I want this thing to suit me, he changed the definition so that he can use it the way he wants it. But God wanted to warn man that woman is my own definition. It means out of man. You can't change it. People have tried changing it. I can't change it because it's recorded. People have changed it and said that woman means woe, man. It means that when a woman comes into your life full of wolves, so people have the ideas that a lot of men feel that when a woman comes into your life, it is full of trouble. It is not true. A woman is the one that was taken out of your rib. When Adam was in the presence of God and God was moving with Adam and God was giving all the instructions to Adam, this woman was in the man. 
All that God did was that he took the woman out of the man and brought the woman back to man so that woman and man can relate better. Any man, any man that wants to marry, you should find the rib that was used to form what was taken out of you. Other than that, in God's mind, you brought the woman into man's life to be one, a companion, and two, a helper. Your rib that you're supposed to find will be a companion and a helper. Those two words, companion and helper, in the original Bible that was written, the Old Testament, the language was Hebrew. And the word that was used for companion and helper, companion was kenegdo. Helper was ezel. It's a Hebrew word. When whoever was writing the Bible from Hebrew to English, when he met those two words, could not find appropriate meaning or appropriate word. So he used the word companion and helper. It's just like the way we have, if I ask you the, the tree word for maintenance, it's an English word. The tree word you give me actually does not mean maintenance. But that's what we'll be managing with. Maintenance, you say, maintain it, maintain tree. A CSCA. is when something is spoiled in a way CSCA. That is why Ghanaians don't know anything about maintenance. When we decide to paint this place, some of you young people are likely to say, we're sick and dying your feet, no more painting. It sounds a more intense maintenance, I say. The amount I say is CCA, is CCA, so the ensay, and Sandy Aye. In the Abrofona, almost word maintenance on you, you know, they know maintenance to be after every period we work on it. Maintenance. It's the same thing. So, whoever was interpreting the Bible from Hebrew to English got, got a problem with the word connecto and ezer. So he used companion and helper. But the word, the Hebrew word actually means opposite but equal. Opposite but equal. That is why it seems that women are opposite to men, but they are equal. It is culture. It is tradition. It is the transfer of formation from the beginning, beginning, that people have modified it for men to feel they are more human beings than women. That is why when you are in a, room, in a class with a woman, and the woman is very good with mathematics, I say, hey, what do I be for? That's why when you see a woman driving skillfully, you say, hey, about partner driving, say, wait, that's about Because in our minds, we always think that women, men, are, are, are superior, and women are inferior. Because when they use the word companion, especially for us as Africans, a companion, a partner, we are in business together, but me, I'm sick as soon, and I'm a that's the same thing we go here. But the actual word, the actual meaning of the rape that God took out was to be an equal but opposite. 
And I love it, they talk about you people being students, university students, excellent. You see the bird. The bird has two wings. The right wing and the left wing. Opposite. There's nowhere any bird can fly without the left wing. There's no way any man or bird can fly with the right wing. They need the opposite wing to move. When God created woman out of the rib, he was giving man somebody opposite you, but equal to you. If man does not get that revelation that the woman in my life, my wife, is just like me, but opposite me, you will never enjoy what will come out of your rib. You'll never. I remember where I used to work sometime some years ago. Um, a man, a man had an issue, and I listened to it, and I told him that when you go home, hey, Mr. Room Channel found called social media said, Oh yeah, a boyfriend, girlfriend. Where me your illustration? I hope you know it's illustration. Don't go and say that's a prophecy, it's not. He's older than you. It doesn't matter. Older than you by 24. But how do you know he's older than you? She's never, it doesn't matter. Haven't you seen somebody who is in fair year, first year and has repeated about three times? I'm not saying you repeated. I'm not saying you repeated. All right, let's go on. No, no. The, I always have to caution people because whenever you go and speak as a, as a man of God and you call people for illustration, people make prophecy out of it. People see things that you, your man of God, you have not even seen. And I don't want anybody to see anything out of this. I called them out of my physical thinking. Now listen. Listen. So what God has done is that that missing rib that you are supposed to find, Proverbs 30, no, Proverbs 18, 22, is that anyone, any man that finds a wife, finds a wife, Finds a wife. Finds a wife. You gain favor. You have to find. Matthew 7 7 6. You shall find. It is there. You have to find. If you don't find, you are likely to take something that is not your perfect opposite. Perfect opposite. But as young people, let me tell you, sometimes. When that rib has been found, sometimes it's so dirty, it's not presentable. So you don't even see that that is a rib. I'm here to tell you. Sometimes when God wants to protect something special for you, he will make it unpresentable in your eyes, in people's eyes. So people will see it, but nobody will go for it. So the one that God has ordained to see, you see and pick it. When you pick it, people like the way the devil went with or by Chinese or Kofadiya, Ben Maya, why you to say they wouldn't go in? Ah, yes, because they don't see. But you, God has revealed for you because it is gold, but it has been covered by clay. And when you marry, and the beauty and everything comes out, hey, I feel bad. I need to invest you. Mister Jivian, we Jimmy Pan, I need to find Hey, son, what to say? Yes, God did that for you. That rib should be a perfect opposite. Women, let me tell you, any man that comes around you that does not respect women, 
never give them man the opportunity to get into your heart. Any man that comes around you that does not respect women, I'm not saying that does not respect you, that does not respect women, don't give that man the opportunity to come near your heart. Because the heart is desperately wicked. The moment you get the, you get the person opportunity to get near your heart, you are likely not to think straight. The rape. In biology, the rape has a lot of purposes. I think I, I researched something. Let me, let me read it here. Uh, why didn't God leave the rape there? Without the rape coming out, there's no way a woman can be formed. God recognizes that it is not beneficial for Adam to be without a partner. He needed. The rape is what gives a wife. But what is the rape? When God demonstrated how woman was formed, he only is telling us that the part of the man that was taken to form woman was solely delicate. The rape is what is known as the rape cage. It protects the vital organs in the thoracic cavity. Within the rape cage is where the heart, the lungs, all these vital organs are. And the rib is what assists in respiration. If you've done a bit of biology, when you are breathing in and breathing out, the ribs is what tries to like it is pressing and releasing. It provides support for the upper extremities. What does it mean? It means that the rib is so vital in our lives that God took the vital part of man to create a woman for you. And if God took a vital part of man to create a woman for you, then I want to tell you that that woman should be very important to you. That woman should be very important to you. The wife is not the woman in the life of a man just to decorate him. Men, you don't need a wife to decorate you. If you need decoration, it won't come from a wife. A woman is there to serve as a lifelong companion and partner. Women, traditionally, because you have to wait for men to come and find you, what you can do for yourself is to position yourself such that when the man is finding the rib, he will find you. Now, I know you are thinking, so how do I position myself? If you position yourself at the pub, if you position yourself as, as the disco, I don't know whether they still have disco, if you position yourself at those places, the man who will find you will be a product of that place. Men move by sight. So if a woman, you are so much interested in your external beauty, you get a man that is being attracted to you because of your standard beauty. The standard beauty is not what makes a wife. I have been a counselor for some time, since 1993, and I can say of certainty, when people come and you see beautiful women, beautiful women, and as you listen and interact with them, they are like 
ops, a funeral attitude. Externally, they are beautiful. They are nothing to write about. And I've seen people that in human minds, human eyes, are not attractive. The moment you relate with them, you interact with them, you see such a beauty. And I'm here to tell you that beauty is better than the external one. The external one these days, we buy them. We're having oral defense, civil engineering for our final year students. And it's a team of people that come for the defense. Six, a team of six. And when they come, they show their pictures on the screen. One lady, we saw the picture on the screen. The lady was standing there. Every one of us, about 15 lecturers, all of us asked the woman, is that you? The woman said, yes, it is me. We looked at our faces. What we're seeing there and what we're seeing here, they were two different things. Men, I'm here to tell you, if you want to find a rib, don't find what has been covered. What has been covered is likely to deceive you. Find what is not covered. And the only way you can find what is not covered is to hear the voice of the one who knows you and knows you better and knows where he's taking you. And a woman, position yourself. Decorate yourself with the presence of God. Decorate yourself with the presence of God. I know that when two women are standing here, this one, this one with some nice short skirts, with some nice makeup, with some nice earrings. Why you nature I general pan shape you pa fine. Now another woman Jenaha or Shaka Baneslate. Ah, a baby sinukon. What about just white powder? Now it's my dick kitten kitty cooko be see her. No jose ya. Nemi be some meme. So buy your dinner left in your dinner right tea. I am sure. I am sure they will ask for the left. But I'm here to tell you that decoration is not what is inside. What is inside is only known by the Spirit of God. Get closer to God. Relate with God. Soak yourself with God. Know God. When you know God and God saturates your heart, He will direct your path to places where you're supposed to be. And when a deceiver comes around, I'm here to tell you, a lot of these guys that you see them, they are players. They are players. They just want an organ to play. After they have played the music and they are ready to marry, they are not likely to take it. Let's go. How do I know the right trip? Finding the right partner for marriage is a significant decision. And it is not something to be toyed with. It is always better to get it right and enjoy it for a brief moment than get it wrong and cry for the rest of your life. Young people, I want to tell you this. Life is not only at this age. There's a life. 
there's a life. Now I've gotten to a certain age we call the emptiness. Then I realized there's a completely different life. The emptiness is when all the children have left home and you are left alone with your wife. That's when you see whether there was a relationship or no relationship. A lot of us as Africans, the relationship revolves around children. And graduation, speech day, no, and the Mister That's how you see the problem. But when you get the right rib, no matter how long you live, you still enjoy what has been given to you. You still enjoy it. When Tony Chacha, maybe when Katamini, I'm closing my eyes. Or Bano, maybe we have a shirt red, you know. You are playing with your life. A lot of times, when you have a bomb, you have a contract. If you have a contract, an agent about a red at that same time. Because I know a contract. You see, if you are not very close to God, your one leg is in God, and the other leg is in the devil. The devil, John 10, 10, comes in to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But you are deceiving yourself. You are deceiving yourself. So he will direct and receive visions and you dream dreams that may not be from God. So connect right with God. Can somebody read some scriptures for me? Proverbs 19.14 Obisum Bienko Sorry. Obisum Bienko John 14, 13 and 14. Then Matthew 6.33. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 14. 14. Alright. Parents can provide their sons with an inheritance of houses and wealth. But only the Lord can give an understanding wife. Please come again. What version is that? Okay, you read it. Parents can provide their sons with an inheritance of houses and wealth, but only the Lord can provide an understanding. We, as parents, we can help you to get some riches, some property, but to get a wife, it comes from God. Me, as a parent, can even look at my son and say that. But I'm, I, I, I cannot do a better job than God. I cannot. I cannot. Because sometimes, I don't know, the last time I met I said this, and when I proposed to my wife, that was about 30 something years ago, my wife rejected it. Yes, she rejected it. And she used two main things and rejected me. My mom read Karpat. One, she said I was too thin. I was not just slim, I was thin. Don't say ah. If I show you the picture as a then, you will agree with my wife. I was so bony, bony. And these things here, I don't know whether they were spikes. Now my friend, I'm going to tell you, because I'm going to show you for a picture, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm the second reason why my wife rejected me was the fact that I speak too much. It was me, And it was true. 
I was very, very talkative. So for more than a year, a year and a half, my wife said no. So I was just talking to God. I could have, I could have taken a lot of blood tonic to put on weight to get her attention. I could have decided that any time I go to a meeting and he's there, I'll be quiet so that I'll appeal to her. But I realized that no. If I still be myself and she can accept me as who I am, I have a wonderful partner as compared to somebody that accepted me because I have six packs and a brooches. So one and a half years, then she came back and said that about a year and some months ago, you proposed to me and I said no. I have prayed through it. And God said that I should come. Now I've put on a lot of weight. I have a pot, I have a pot belly. There's a young man here, a lady is saying that don't give up. But you see, when I was going in for her, I knew that was a missing rape. So even though she said that no, I was still waiting. And can you imagine, whilst I was made, waiting, we were in a group together. We were in a group called New Creation and Joyful Way Incorporated, a musical group. So when you go for meetings, I could not get very close to play with her, but other guys were. And sometimes I see other guys visiting her in her room, and I could not go. So it was not that easy. It was not that easy. But I knew what God had spoken to me concerning the woman, the missing rape. So I was living my life, continuing to be faithful to God and praying. And God was dealing with the situation on my behalf. And at the right time, I found that recent rape. And God has been good to us for these years. Now read John chapter 14, verses 13 and 14. Then Matthew 6, 33, that's a common scripture, but read John 14 for us. John chapter 14, verse 13 and 14. And 14, yes. You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, because the work of the Son brings glory to the Father. Yes, ask anything in my name, and I will do it. You can ask anything in my name. That in my name is not simply just saying, in the name of Jesus, I need gifting in my life. In the name of Jesus, let Stephen propose to me. Ask anything in my name simply means that you are living in his name. Anybody who loves me will keep my commandments. So whilst you are doing that, ask for anything. It's just like the way with our children. That child is a good child. Very, very obedient child. Very, very honest child. If that child comes to you and tells you that, Daddy, I need this thing, most of the time you don't think through it two by two. That's what God is saying. Ask anything in my name. Matthew 6, 33. Open to Proverbs 35, 6. The next verse. So read the Matthew 6, 33. Matthew 6, 33. Yeah. 
and he will give you all you need from day to day if you live for him. But seek him first. Is that what you are? Matthew 6.33. Okay. And he will give you all you need from day to day. What version is that? NLT. Okay, New Living Translation. Okay, all right. And he'll give you all you need from day to day if you live for him and make the kingdom of God your primary concern. Yes, you see, we are used to the seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. As you seek God, seek his righteousness, live right, seek his kingdom, he will give you. He'll give you. So that is the most important thing for you to do. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek first the kingdom of God. His righteousness. Live right. The people are, it seems that they are succeeding. Forget about them. You seek the kingdom of God. His righteousness. It seems that those people are taking the lead. No, you forget about them. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. His righteousness. And he will grant everything. Then Proverbs. That's the last scripture I will read. Proverbs 35. Proverbs 35. Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Do not lean on your understanding. Do not. As we understand it, it is corrupt. I can boldly say that. And for your generation, it is highly corrupt. Your generation, the virus that is attached to your heart. Genuinely. Because you have watched a lot of movies and you are ideal man. Is the one in the movie. The ideal woman is the one in the movie. A lot of men are mujina hatan came a mamma sheet of paper. Someone take it, mon take it, an ideal woman. In combo who hips like a seer, hips like a seer, any sissing ketwa, any a naya aya kore, 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 any nufoe protrude. That's what they will see. Because, because that is what the standard the world has given them. When the world says that Miss Ghana, Miss World, Miss Universe, it is 38, 28, 42. And that's what you're also looking for. And you, the women too, you have watched the soap opera. The soap opera. So an ideal man has a certain height, has some deep voice, has sex parts. The way the man will be in his same no bani free abon kokoso bai no be man amone say no e chinu say no e pega no sro no so darling my baby my baby my baby that's an ideal man that's an ideal man so when you see these short short men when you see this man without any packs when you see this man some credit some junior romantic that's that's what i'm saying that your generation is corrupt You've seen a lot of things during the Valentine. In fact, a lot of people break relationships during Valentine. Why? Because he said that he did not present me a, a, a rose. In fact, Bakubi Abamin must say, yes, or the rose is not or the bar, but I'm not romantic. Or the Makwadebi, and or the Bremi room. And I'm not expecting to be able to do it. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to do it. But let me tell you, let me tell you, now for your generation, people Google how to get a woman in your life forever. And you operate by it. It's not from your heart. People Google how to kill themselves. Yes. I was doing some research as I'm practice. 
And when I went on the on the internet, hey, how to cheat in exams, how to cheat, how to bore a poor, all those things. How much training you know, the advantages and disadvantages. So you Google and you find how to be a pleasant husband. So that man that is coming around with you around, presentation paper, defense. In fact, one of the good reports, we read a report in 75%. big that is what I'm telling you. That's the society in which you are. So for your own sake, get closer to God. Give your heart to God. Don't lean on your own understanding. Yes, God can use the physical things to draw your attention, like he used the burning bush to get the attention of Moses. But after he's gotten your attention, hear his voice. Yes. I won't condemn you. The fact of Paul Bar not too soon in your bonnet. And your bonnet. As I said, be a me jam so me pay Juma Maraquay with you and your bonnet. But so who bar not too soon? Nanya Uncle Ponchu, what journey to Sassan your chain Moses are journey with the burning bush, you know. Now get you closer to the burning bush, hear the voice of God. And that's where you can hear the voice of God saying, We are so soca. You hear the voice. Girl, you're okay. How old are you? Ten years. Now listen. Moon some mama time. Moon you know when I'm time. During the wedding, there's some charge that we read. Dearly beloved, we are gathered together in the sight of God to join together this man and woman in holy matrimony. You remember this? You remember this? Along the line, we say that it is honorable estate. Nothing is there. This estate you want to come in is an honorable estate. So, therefore, it's not by any to be entered into it Unadvisedly, but you read this idea now. Much from here, you may kiss the bride, so you don't hear this. It is not only dearly beloved, we are gathered here, but there is a line which says that it must not be entered into it unadvisedly or lightly. It's a permanent union, it's a permanent union, okay? It's a permanent union. So think. Think. But the moment here, I remember the Briwa seriously. Oma from Hajin, Omo do Muji, Omo do Ujin and Nikake. A Diawaria, Unim the Oko. Oh, so yes. Now, old stone, so be. Any woman that a man comes around you and says that you are my missing rib, I have found you, tell the man, let me hear the voice of the one who gave you that rib. 
and go to God. Don't even let any prophet tell you this is the rib. Don't. Hear God yourself. Hear God yourself. Unless you are locked ahead with God. But the good news about God is this. God will listen to you. He says, so you enter into it discreetly, advisedly, soberly, and in the fear of God. When the man comes around and tells you that you are my missing ray, don't be afraid to tell the man, let me hear the voice of God. I will give you a response. Now the present day generation, that's what they tell us. They want you to give them their body. Then they know you are serious. But I'm here to tell you, anybody who respects you for a wife, will not take something that does not belong to him. Will wait to receive before we'll enjoy. So we share maybe a seed baby and we can get your name and call for kebab, no coffee. Ice cream, no coffee near chase. Now feel so we share here. Then there's something wrong with you. That's what I want to say. Not sure myself. Ben may be our own worry and bar our also so man or does a bema or numkijitia a yaki bar. Ben may be a yakracha and a combeduki barb, no, or be pisica, a cotoki bar. Senesis can soon put between a catcher of pens and so to babble and say, as the sun was missing some sick air five, and two unfamily five. Most of the time, Edward. So you enter into it. Adversely, soberly, and in the fear of the Lord. Men, because you are likely not to think straight when you are in love, think before you get in love. Before you are likely not to think straight when you are in love, think before you get in love. The day your heart goes and your heart leads your thinking capacity, you are doomed forever. I never met a bar, university bar, a friend once from one of the halls, Republic Hall. He said, Sir, I need to talk to you. And I went. He said, The young man that I'm dating, you are preparing to marry. And the pay me or hall or bar. Now, we ye fridge in your man, and you see table, no so, or ye make the table, so you empty fridge in the Tanya Obel who fridge you. No reason, some first of the Isaac, because Isaac Naden, I see, made him a fridge. If I mean, Mobi, I'll talk credit to my bar, one for credit to our friend of Bakupuna credit to the side. No, he says, ah, no, 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 
All right. Are we picking questions? You want us to pick questions? All right. I'll pick any question. That is not difficult. So please, question time. Anyone with any question? Good evening. Good evening, sir. When you were talking about uh, finding a missing rib. What? When you're talking about finding a missing rib. Okay. You mentioned that it won't come to you looking clean. It will be covered so no one will actually go for it and then it will be for you and you. So I'm asking what exactly makes the person look covered? <laughs> All right. What makes a person look covered? I like, I like such a fellowship. I like such a fellowship. You are likely to see somebody who is serviceable, speaks respectfully, does everything like, wow, this would be a real wife. And he's doing all these things because it is natural with her, not because you are around. You get it? And most of the, I would say most of the, sometimes, they don't really look attractive physically. But you see that they are sweet. You get it? Yeah. And it is always advisable to form friendship before you move the friendship to what originally was called dating, but you people have changed it. The original dating there's no commitment between the two of you. You have some social events together for fun, but there's no commitment. So you can have what we call group dating. You can go and invite her and her roommates and her friend together. In that kind of dating, you want to know the person more. When you find out that this is something that I want, you move to another level called caution. Courtship is when you have told him or her that we want to marry in future. So let's take this relationship to another level. And at that point, you involve family members, not just friends. As for your friends, they think the way you think. But the family members are likely to be more mature to see what you don't see. I remember when my, my daughter found a young man we invited that young man severally home for lunch. And whilst we are seated at lunch and we are eating, I see certain things in the man that my daughter doesn't see. Because for her, she's in love. And the moment you're in love, you have some kind of spectacles. You see the color based on the spectacle you are wearing. But me as a father, I don't have any spectacles. I see it as it is. So when the man leaves, I have a meeting with my daughter and tell her what to look out for and things he needs to work on. That's why courtship, you need a mature person to be around. Because courtship, you are in court. You don't go to court with acrobato. You go to court with a lawyer. All friend for the next one week. How can you build any courtship? 
All right, the next question. Okay, there's a madam there. All right. Thank you very much. My question is, you mentioned that God put the rib and created a woman, or created a woman out of it. So does that mean that every man has one particular woman created out of him? All right, thank you so much. You know, I told you that God only showed us how woman was created for us to get a better understanding the role of woman and the position of woman in man's life. That doesn't mean that the woman creation continue like that. But what it means is that the value we have for women is like that. And the word of God, which is, which is our manual, says that when you lose your partner, you can marry again. Meaning that it is not only one way. It is not only one way. Other than that, if you, if you lose your wife, you can never marry again. It is not true. So we call marriage as a mystery. It's a mystery. We enter in you. All right. My question is, you said woman is the opposite but equal to man. Why is it recorded somewhere in the New Testament that um, women are the weaker vessels? Okay, all right, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It is recorded also in the New Testament that in the eyes of God, there's no male or female. You see that one too is there. You see that one too? You haven't seen that one. You haven't seen that one? Okay, it is there in Corinthians that in the presence of God there's neither male or female. But it is also true in the recorded in the Bible. I think first Peter three verse seven. Can we read? First Peter three seven. First Corinthians chapter three. Yes. First Peter. First Peter three seven. First Peter three seven. In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Treat her with understanding as okay, you live. Okay, hold on. So Peter is saying that every husband, you give honor to your wife. You treat her with dignity. Continue. She may be weaker than you. All right. But she is your equal, equal partner, partner in God's gift of new life. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Whoever is displaying the scripture, move it from there. I'll come back to that scripture, but move it from the screen. I'll pick the last line. Now, what happened is this. If you, if you, if you study man, male, woman, female, you see certain things that biologically are there. Biologically are there. Like the lungs of a man is bigger than that of a woman. The amount of oxygen of a man is more than that of a woman. There are so many differences like that. One thing I normally use to talk about is this brain in our head. There's a portion of the brain that deals with emotions. 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 There's a portion of the brain that deals with that. They're meant to have it. But women, women use greater part of that. And men use lesser part of that. But the other part of that brain that deals with rationalizing things. I know I don't want to use the word reasoning. Rationalizing. And that one may use a lot of that. And the women use lesser of that. 
So a woman, for instance, can be, a man can be in a relationship with this lady. And this lady decides that I don't want to go on with the relationship. A man, by the way we are, you are likely to find a reason why there's a reason for me to accept it. But unknown to me, yes, sir. In a different moment, Jamie, we have a last time I'm calling my mom with Tina or Kamasa. And as a last time, I'm buying a perfume, I'm using emotions. And you will notice that the emotions is what makes people feel like weak. It's emotions that cause women to go for the prayer meetings. It's emotions that be here. Papa, no, Jenna, or Panama, you were in here, but to John, or you they are weak in that sense but the, the good news is that women can handle pain more than men and it's a more war yes you scream all right but nankopon decided to say if it 2024 men may be there will be serious family planning then make you kusia na angwanisha. Hey, could you dance? You see, men, even though men we we appear to be strong, we can't handle pain. So that's what the Bible says that we are weaker vessels. We are weaker vessels. I am also sure, that's my personal belief. I'm also sure that because position a man to say K chiri, K chiri biya so di timude. Obiya ni timude biya na it is Bob, Mr. Michelle Bobby, mommy, Mr. Won to me zip room, mommy, Mr. Won bracelets on ye, mommy, Timothy, so they appear that they can't do anything for themselves. But every man that really wants to enjoy your wife, your wife should appear like Kate in your eyes. Me feel so bad, my dear. I'll say you would dare. So we get it, occasionally, but so, darling, Won to me zip room, mommy, you should be happy. Because who too much, who too much, you take advantage of it. Oh, to take advantage of that. I said, oh, Chico, not the punk crack, not born to crack, no pitcher crack. We take advantage of that. Now, because we read that first Peter 3 7, please, please show the script because there's a last line which is very, very important for every man to read. Show it. Treat her as you should. So, let's read together. So, every man, let us read it together. So, Remember being person read it. We read you. We read you. One Bible prayer answer is hinged on the way you treat your wife. It's hinged on the way you treat your wife. The first time I read this thing to my son, treat them with dignity. Treat them with respect. So when you pray, it will go into the presence of God. Any other question? Well, thank you. You've um, said so much. Um, but my question is, you talked a lot about how our men should find they are missing you. My question is, how do we women uh, tell which rib coming our way is the perfect match for us. Okay. One of the things that is very, very important, and I, I, I actually said that you get closer to God. One of the things that's very, very important for you as a woman is the peace of God. Is the peace of God. When you are right with God and the right person comes, 
after prayer, you receive the peace of God. And there's something that seems physical, but it's important. Compatibility. And the ability to heal together. Human beings are not perfect. It's not because God did not create us perfect, but because of the way we've been trained. School, I will call here. These differences will bring conflicts. But one of the things you know that this is the hand of God is whenever conflict comes, you're able to come through out of the conflict, not damaged. So it is very, very important. And when people are relating a lot of issues, it doesn't mean that the relationship is not good. It is when you don't know, if you can't solve your problems, that's what the problem is. But if you solve your problems, it means that you are perfect, you are a perfect couple. Problems somebody you know how to handle. Problems like but you know how to handle. All right, this man's hand is up. I've got a popular power. You're from Iron Boy. I want to say a boss, Iron Boy. Why? I'm a kid. Oh, Papa, no. Oh, Papa, I'm a kid. They didn't find Iron Boy. All right, okay, let's listen to him. Okay, see, um, on, on your talk about uh, compatibility. There, there has been this notion that if two people want to be together, um, both of them shouldn't be cool, or both of them shouldn't be warm, figuratively, as in, if one person is uh, uh, more energetic, the, the other doesn't need to be that way, so that it will balance and all that. Please, do you have anything to say about that? Seriously, so all the equations, mathematical equations about relationship, my there's a book that I was reading, Personality Tree. It talks about temperaments. And I really like the book the way he presents it. In fact, there's a book that I've written myself, Ketsy for Relationship Between Young Men and Women. I don't have some in stock, otherwise I would have brought it. The fact that both are extroverts does not mean that relationship will work, not work. The fact that one is extrovert, one is introvert does not mean it will work. That is why the Holy Spirit is very, very important. Is there anybody in this room who believes that Jesus Christ cannot marry anybody in this world? Do you believe that Jesus Christ can marry anybody in this world? No, I'm asking you. Do you think Jesus Christ can, okay, assuming Jesus Christ can marry and should marry, do you believe that Jesus Christ can marry any woman in this world? Jesus Christ can marry any woman in this world. That was why he was able to live with John, with Peter, and even Judas. And the reason why he's able to live with anybody is because he is a child of God. And what he has given us is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who will tell you, even when both of you are extroverts, is the Holy Spirit who will tell you at each time, where the idea and can be, and can be. And when you listen, it will go on. That's how the Holy Spirit is. And I've seen it in, in working people's life. 
But because of that, I can't tell the woman being in the group has serious issues. When we prayed and asked the woman that you should go and just listen to the Holy Spirit, Bemano, she went for to be a man, Bemano, she had just lost son. That book talks about the fact that if I'm a, a melancholy and I marry a choleric, choleric will be your bossy, controller. Melancholy will be your perfect, perfect. If you hear the Holy Spirit as a melancholic, he will tell you when to allow the man to be the boss. And when you should not allow the man to be the boss. And when he tells you that don't allow the man to be the boss, the Holy Spirit himself will, use, will tell you the words to use. And the words that you use, who you swear, man, you feel what he did not tell. Because the Holy Spirit, that's what Jesus Christ said. When the Holy Spirit comes to you, he will teach you what to say at each time. Other than that, we've got some trouble with I'm a melancholic. I'm, I'm waiting for a sanguine. So I'm looking for sanguine. But you don't do that. Anybody can fit in. But the moment you listen to the Holy Spirit, you can marry anybody. In fact, another way of putting it is that at this stage now, more and more relationship, you know, learn how to live with everybody. Be friends with everybody. Don't attach yourself to one person. School away with four years. First year, anyone who's a sister, no. Second year, third year, fourth year, mummy and one dear Biamanam. Wow. Open up. Open up. Open up. But now listen to me. Please listen to me. In doing all these things, you don't do anything that lovers do. It helps you to know how to live with people who are quiet. Let you know how to live with people who are loud. Help you to know how to live with people help you to know how to live with people who are because you met Mary. You need to know you are down for. A man for crowd one day said, Hey, no Mary, pardon me. Yeah, because you have learned how to live with her. At the same time, Peter, I own Pekasa, Dinokas on Jan and Nabakusa, or Big Nasa, Joe Kobaka for Nabakusa, but you know how to manage him. When you're able to do that, when you marry anybody in this world, because of the training of the people that came in your life, you can really enjoy what you have. Now, we call first year. Serious attachment. The same person second year. The same person third year. The same person final year. Can you support them? Can you support them? And you show research that says 75% of people that start relationship on campus don't end up in marriage. So the likelihood send the power by four years, no Nobel Warren. But we train you who send the only marry and it's not. Hallelujah. God bless you. I'm just here. God bless you. The question is um, in sex before marriage, is the rule of find and missing way? Sex before marriage yes. is a what? You need the best way for finding a mission. Okay. okay. Because some people are saying. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. In fact, one, one of the craziest things, one of the unwisest things for anyone to do is to use sex 
to make a selection is to use sex to make a selection. One, sex is not what you think it is. Minimum crofwa, wa waria, na openo pa the nijen sex mo pa. Is you unpin any much shampoo? But we are saying, you won't cry no more. Sex. Sex is a dangerous thing because sex is a way of becoming one flesh with somebody. The moment I wouldn't be behaved sex, you know, my year one, but meanwhile, I'm worry. And a lot of times, you know, what worry, crampo, a son, you mean to do with you? And we know of people who are married. And anytime they are having an affair with their partners, they have to think of their former boyfriend or former girlfriend before they can enjoy what is right in front of them. That's the power of sex. That's how I illustrate sex. Sex is like you take granulated sugar and sand. The moment two people have sex, it's like you have mixed the sugar with sand. We shaking your bottom. One warrior. It is just like removing every sugar particle from the mixture. There's no way any human being can do that. So even though you pick all your sugar, it comes along with this on sun. Even though you pick all your sun, it goes along with it with sugar. So you go and marry. You go and marry somebody, and that is needle. In your mind, you think that I've gotten needle. I'm going to mix my sugar with needle. But the sun that you enjoyed some time ago is present and can work on that marriage. That is why a lot of women who go into lesbianism have serious issues when it comes to marriage. I'm not saying all. One of the things we have noticed along the line is women who go into serious lesbianism when they marry, they have serious issues giving birth. I'm not saying it is everybody. Why? Because that sexual encounter contaminated them. You are contaminating yourself. But there's a good news. You know, I told you that it's, it's not possible to remove every sugar particle from the mixture. But the good news is this. There is a God who can take away every sand particle from the sugar. That is why when you come to your senses, you go to him and tell him that I'm sorry for doing that. He's the one who can cleanse you and make you as if you never committed that sin before. But the truth also is this. Sometimes, some of you, the encounter you had and what you have done with yourself, it doesn't take ordinary prayers. It takes deliverance. It's like sugar, next Sunday, the chemistry people will tell you, the way to take it out is to put it on fire. And the fire will melt. The fire will melt the sugar. Then you can sieve the sand out. Then you allow the sugar to solidify. I think that's all. God richly bless you. Amen. Amen. Amen.